Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Top of the List. I'm one of your hosts, Dom, here with the other host, co-host RB. Say what's up. What's up, everybody? And we're back after just a two-week break. We wanted to take, I think it was two-week break, uh, just wanted to take a little break. We had some other stuff to be dealing with, some movies to go see that we'll be reviewing and releasing soon, namely Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, coming at you tomorrow. That'd be Wednesday, uh, November 16th. Yeah. So uh, that'll be out tomorrow if you guys want to check that our review out for the newest Black Panther film. Um, but this episode will be dedicated to the one and only Kevin Conroy that unfortunately passed away, uh, I think it was four days ago yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, RB and I had been uh, texting each other, uh, discussing about our favorite Kevin Conroy uh, Batman moments and why he's such a great Batman and we'll, we'll explain it all in this episode and we just wanted to dedicate an episode to Kevin Conroy and you know just to pay our respects because this dude is awesome so uh, I want to I want to just kind of know what's what's your relationship with Kevin Conroy's Batman and your your knowledge of Kevin Conroy RB yeah so I mean we've we've talked in the past of course you are more so than me, the 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 diehard Batman fan. Oh my god, Batman's my favorite superhero, bro. Um, but but the <laughs> DC DC, not not DC extended universe, but the DC universe as a whole was sort of my uh my tunneling into the superhero and comic book world. I was not a comic book reader, but my childhood was the two thousand one to two thousand four what I would call the original animated Justice League series, which of course starred Kevin Conroy as uh, as Batman. And I mean, he was just so badass in these series. Oh my uh, gosh. So that yeah. really, I, I did not see him. I'll be very That was your introduction to animated The animated series. But my introduction was okay. on Cartoon Network, Justice League. I think it was on Saturday nights they'd air new episodes, or maybe it was Friday nights. It was the um, best show. And like every episode was like a movie, it was like an action movie. They yeah. were awesome. So yes. I mean that that initially uh, going back through I you know bringing up some fond memories of some of I remember going back in the days and getting out to pick out VHSs in the kids section of Blockbuster <laughs> or Hollywood Video, and there yes. were some on here that I had totally forgotten about that that were his. Uh, I remember watching Batman and Mister Freeze. Um, which is one of my favorites. Actually, my favorite, and we'll talk about this one a little bit more as to why, but my favorite, I think, Kevin Conroy voice performance was in uh, the 2000 Batman Beyond, uh, Return of the Joker. Uh, okay. That one, I distinctly remember watching it, you know, getting the VHS from from Blockbuster, getting the, they had the stovetop popcorn you could buy there too, you know, you could pop <laughs> it in a little, a little pan. And watch, yep. I remember being terrified by that one, terrified by the Joker, terrified by the ominous things that happened but i remember i was yeah. so scared of it but i watched it two or three times until i wasn't afraid of it because it was so amazing and um i, I know he's not batman really in that one he's he's bruce wayne but i mean even yeah. that performance he's incredible as an older bruce wayne uh yeah. so I, I mean that's that's really my experience i i looked down the list there's some justice league movies that he was in that i saw i remember watching the uh the flashpoint paradox yes. um i think that's what it was called right uh he's been so many great things um i kind of wanted to uh talk a little bit about how he started off being batman mm. cuz that's that's kind of really important to why i think he's the best batman you know i've talked we've talked about it here on top of the list before rb 
you know, you're, you're a big fan of uh, Christian Bale as Batman. Um, we both liked Ben Affleck as Batman. We didn't dislike him as Batman. Uh, I mean, Michael, Michael, Michael Keaton's great too. Michael Keaton's great too. Robert Pattinson this year, we thought yeah. knocked it out of the park, did Very a great job. So. And, uh, but overall above all these guys is Kevin Conroy because he's the best. He's played Batman, not just for the, he's, he's the longest tenured Batman over 30 years of being Batman. Um, he has such a great history, like a, a, a backstory to like how he became Batman. Like there was many more uh, actors that train that uh, test not auditioned. Sorry, I couldn't find the word audition to become Batman in the original 1990 series, 1990s series, uh, then the Batman animated series. And that's where he first became Batman. And a lot of other people auditioned, but they chose him. Um, and it was one of the best choices ever. And, um, oh, and by the way, I wanted to say uh, one thing here, RB, for anyone that's listening. Uh, there's a graphic novel that Kevin Conroy wrote himself. That's all about how he became Batman and his struggles growing up with a family that de- dealt with mental illnesses. And um, he had to kind of go off on his own. And then um, this is kind of a point I wanted to bring up. I, I wasn't sure if you were familiar with this, RB, but I was not. Yeah. Kevin Conroy is also the only gay Batman. I don't know if you were aware of that. And that's kind of what makes him a a big hero to me as well. Not that I'm gay or anything, but I just really respect his endurance because in this comic book, I'm talking about that the graphic novel that he wrote about he, how he became Batman. He kind of talked about how um, sometimes he would be doing auditions for voice acting or just regular acting and they'd find they had found out in the 80s that he was gay. And that was something that they looked down upon. And it was kind of like that struggle. You can hear it in his voice when he plays Batman. And that's kind of one other thing I wanted to bring up. I'm, I'm dumping a lot of information on you, but I want to hear your response, reaction to all of this. Um, the other thing is, is that as far as I know, Kevin Conroy is the first actor to ever create two distinct voices for Bruce Wayne and for Batman. In my opinion, that's what makes him the best. Because not not only can you hear the difference in these two personas that he plays, but you can hear the pain in his voice and all these great other emotions. Like you said, he's terrifying at sometimes. He can be funny. Um, But yeah, I I wanted to, what's your reaction to all that information I was just telling you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all just the more harrowing of of this role for Batman and and the role that he's, he's played for so many years. And a, a role that, you know, sometimes I think actors can can get, I don't know that stale is the right word, but playing the same role over and over again, you know, an actor sometimes can can fall off. Uh, we, we look at some some major film series. I mean, even, you know, we, we love Harrison Ford, but I mean, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was ridiculous. And we, you know, it, it looked like the role was mailed in. And that's not something that has ever seemed the way uh, with Kevin Conroy, I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. through, and I mean, some of his newer stuff that I I haven't seen that I'd love to go back and see. And I, I mean, I'll give the example. I know this yeah. is a, a film, an animated film based off of I believe your favorite graphic novel, uh, Batman: The Killing Joke. Um, that you yeah, know, he it's something that. that he he played Bruce Wayne in, in the 2016 animated film. I mean, that's something that I'd love to see him play because that's an even more serious tone. I mean, we've seen him in early on. You know, I'm sure the animated series is very similar to. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm, which you and I watched together, uh, was my first time watching it. And that's almost, you know, 
I, I would say paying uh, homage to uh, almost like an Adam West Batman, a little bit of, you know, corny, you know, playing the comic book Batman, you know, seeing the bang, the pow when things happen. Uh, what, what was that, seen, RB? The, which which were you, what were you talking about? The movie? Well, uh, Mask of the Phantasm. You're talking about Mask of the Phantasm? Yes. Okay. And, and saying that that was more sort of a, a Batman that paid homage to a Batman of the time that people knew, you know, that people knew Adam West on screen playing Batman in the 1960s series. And that was sort of, I, I felt more of that way. But seeing his development as Bruce Wayne, you know, throughout time into a more dark Bruce Wayne as, as they've gotten more towards these, these fans who have grown up with the animated series and gotten as they've aged, he's sort of matured the role. And yeah, I, he, I think that's been definitely- incredible. Yeah, he definitely did evolve as he became older and played Batman. Yeah. And he has so many different versions of this character. But like you said, in he, he played uh, in The Killing Joke. That's a very different Batman than what we saw in the Batman the Animated Series versus what we saw in Batman Beyond versus what we saw in Justice League even. And yeah, um, so. I want to make a quick chronological distinction here because he started off in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. And that, ba- that was the first time that Batman was tortured. You know, this was the first time that we ever the Batman, the animated series is one of the best cartoon series, television series ever made. It's really heartbreaking and dark. Um, And it's because for the first time, Batman wasn't played like you were you were describing RB, the Adam West Batman. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like that. There was no boom, pow, you know, smack or anything like that. This was a Batman that stands in the opening sequence of every Batman, the animated series episode. He's standing on the top of the of a rooftop at night and lightning strikes and you see a silhouette. That's the intro to Batman. Like, that's Batman. That's what's so mm-hmm. sick about it. And um, that's why I think like we, you also mentioned too, RB, Mask of the Phantasm. In my opinion, uh, only second to the Dark Knight. As far as I'm concerned, although I did like the Batman a lot this year, it's really close to it's I have a hard time choosing between the two. But in my opinion, Mask of the Phantasm is the only Batman movie that we've ever seen where we hear Bruce Wayne say the words that he just doesn't care anymore about his parents death. And that is one of the most heartbreaking scenes in the whole movie because he feels so tortured that he has to choose between being Batman and falling in love with this woman that he wants to marry. And he says, I'm sorry, but I love this woman. I want to marry her. I want to have a normal life. I, it just, you know, your death doesn't hurt so much anymore. I want to have, be happy. And that's the first time I've ever seen that in any Batman movie. That's what makes mask of the phantasm so incredible and heartbreaking too. When at the end he does become truly Batman and he stands yeah. at the rooftop after losing his, the love of his life. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. And that's what's so fantastic about that movie. But yeah. And then you, you brought up another one, RB. I want to talk more about, uh, mm-hmm. not not just Batman Beyond. The entire series is fantastic. The mm-hmm. premiere alone was played in like a four part movie. It was fantastic. Um, but like you, the one you were talking about, that's one of my favorite of all time as well. Is the Return of the Joker? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the I, and I want to talk about a specific scene when we see Kevin Conroy play Batman in kind of a flashback to when the we find out how that's how the Joker died and yeah. how Robin got all messed up in the head. And mm-hmm. that is a dark mm-hmm. sequence. That's very much so, part yeah. of the movie. I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, no, with, without a doubt. I think the way Kevin Conroy in, in that sequence, in, in that film really, or, uh, you know, feature uh, plays personifies both Batman and Bruce Wayne in the flashback sequence. And then I, again, I love how he personifies Bruce Wayne as sort of a, father mentor figure slash really yeah. evaluator of um 
of and I'm, I'm Barry McGinnis. Thank you, McGinnis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as uh, as Batman is really yeah. great, including on up to the final sequence where they finally sort of accept him as the next person to take the mantle of Batman. Right. Exactly. And um, so, like the chronological order was Batman the animated series, then like the new Batman animated adventures, which is like the style of the flashback in Batman, the animated series or in Batman beyond return to the Joker. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so that's like the Batman adventures. And then after that, there was the justice league. Yes. And then in between that was Batman and, and the justice league was after, I think, no justice league is after Batman beyond as far as I know. So let's take a look. I think, I, I think I have yeah. it up here. Oh, okay. I have, right on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, yeah. So starting with Batman, the animated series, uh, as you said, the new the Batman adventure, new Batman adventures, Batman beyond, and Batman then the beyond. justice league, then justice league. Yes. And the, 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 what was great about the justice league. I want to touch on that just a little bit more. Um, I don't know if this is my favorite version of Kevin Conroy's Batman, but it just shows what you were saying. He was able to evolve the character so much here because number one, in, in these previous things we're talking about, especially in Return of the Joker, it's so dark. There's not that much room for humor. Um, there's a few one-liners here and there. Um, in Justice League, the humor comes more often in the episodes with Batman, but he's also able to do a lot of crazy stuff with uh, just interacting with these heroes is really great to see him, how his relationship with Superman grows, um, yeah. his, his relationship with Wonder Woman. They kind of fall in love in Justice League, and that's really cool to see. Yeah, and and without a doubt, to me that that is what the the best part of that Justice League series is, and we we could do a whole episode, I'm sure, on oh, yeah. discussing that. But what what's amazing in that Justice League series is, as much as it's about crime fighting and awesome action sequences, I mean, the way they develop each character, each superhero with their own, uh, I mean, for lack of a better word, we use it a lot. Heartbreaking story is great, and and Kevin Conroy is able to do that again. And you know, this is really a development. I feel like as batman you know we see yeah. heartbreaking sides of bruce wayne and what leads to his dark side of batman but this film more fe features okay this is what is going on in his life as batman and i think he does an amazing job in in that work in this role uh now i never went on because after that was justice league unlimited and that's sort of where i stopped watching it there's so some great stuff with him there that. okay um in in justice league unlimited the best aspect of Kevin Conroy's performance in that was his opposition with Amanda Waller and seeing the Amanda Waller and Batman face off in kind of a secret intelligence, um, super powered, uh, obtaining weapons and super powered individuals war. Um, and that's kind of what Justice League Unlimited represented is, you know, Batman was building the Justice League to become more powerful. And Amanda Waller is kind of going against him, trying to prevent him from being too the Justice League from being too powerful. And that's what's pretty awesome about Justice League Unlimited. That's one of the best storylines in it. So, um, and then one one other thing, RB, I wanted to touch on here. One pretty much the final thing for uh, at least my favorite thing of Kevin Conroy's uh, performances is uh, the Arkham series of video games. Oh, okay. I did not realize he voiced him in the video games. Yes. So Arkham Asylum was the first mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. I think it came out in like two thousand eight or something like that. Two thousand ten. Um, then Arkham City, which is one of my top five games of all time. One of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, <laughs> I can't praise that game enough. The second one. The third one is incredible. Um, Batmobile's used a little bit too much, but it's still pretty awesome to drive. So this is Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham City Lockdown? No, no, no. Arkham Knight is the third one. Sorry, I forgot Arkham to Knight. Mention. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So yeah, so Arkham oh, Asylum, Arkham okay, City, yeah. Arkham Knight. 
And I mean, Arkham City and Arkham Knight specifically, I mean, some there were some moments in Arkham Knight that were so emotional because it's like, so the best way I could describe this to you, RB, is like if they took um, that Batman that we knew from, you know, Kevin Conroy's old cartoons, the, mm-hmm. the animated series, um, and made it adult and dark. Okay. And people get beaten up and killed and and bloodied and it's really crazy and there's you know it's just the perfect incarnation of the of the batman character that i've ever seen uh, quite quite honestly um you know i i love robert pattinson's portrayal i love christian bale's portrayal all these other portrayals michael keaton i love kevin conroy's portrayal as batman in these three video games i think it's personally the best batman has ever been so and looking at this, uh, because I, I did not realize. No, uh, I didn't. I didn't realize that Kevin Conroy was also the voice of Batman in the Injustice video game series. Uh, which, and he's fantastic in that as yeah, well. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, the the Injustice, especially Injustice: Gods Among Us, the the mm-hmm. first of it, probably my favorite story ever told by any you know DC cartoon film. I mean, if they could make a, a, a just. I would play that game just for the cutscenes. I don't even need the fighting. The cutscenes are, are incredible, and the story that it tells, anything that deals with yeah. the multiverse, we've talked about this. I think it. the way it's handled <laughs> is incredible. Yes. And I didn't realize that was Kevin Conroy, but yes, I love playing through that game. Again, just, just for the sequences, the scenes are amazing. I mean, of course, the fighting is awesome, too. It's done by Underworld, I think, same people who do Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so same, similar same fighting Mortal Kombat that, developers. Which I, which I love. Um, yeah. Ne- Netherrealm. Yeah, story is incredible. Netherrealm, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I said Underworld, my bad. I, I, yeah. I remember. Um, but you, you knew what I meant. Um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, can't say enough about his work. And yeah, he, yeah. you know, again, we've lived through some some cool Batman, on bat Batman, Batmans mm-hmm. on screen. You know what I mean? Um, you know, between Christian Bale, Michael, Michael Keaton, uh, you know, uh, Ben Affleck. Um, a lot of people would prefer I didn't mention, but of course, how cool could forget George Clooney? Yeah, uh, you know we we've seen some awesome and some not so awesome Batman, but this I mean the the way he's personified this role for so long too is what's so harrowing and incredible. So yes, um, of course, uh, another another treasure lost too soon. Um, I believe yeah was, he was only sixty six. Uh, I believe they said it was intestinal cancer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 an absolute heartbreaking shame because he was incredible in the role. Yeah, and, and one thing we didn't mention thus far about his tenure as Batman is that really one of the best things about it was that it was paired, he was often paired with Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yes, yes. And I mean, Mark Hamill's Joker is really incredible as well. He's fantastic, very recognizable voice mm-hmm. as the Joker. Um, but yeah, man, it's pretty sad that we're not going to get any more Kevin Conroy, but we've gotten so much that he's going to be missed. So rest in peace. Kevin Con- Kevin Conroy, man, <sighs> that was good. That was a good episode. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we got. So, uh, yeah, thank you for everyone who listened to this. Uh, this was essentially top of the list personal love letter to Kevin Conroy. Um, as we said, the uh, the Batman, as far as we we are concerned, um, or uh, yeah, as far I think as I'm I'll just sure name this too. video in honor of Kevin Conroy. Yes, <laughs> or uh, this so, this podcast. Sorry. Yes. So that is uh, that is that. And again, as you alluded to earlier, Dom, uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, yes. to review Wakanda Black Forever. Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, of course, you know. On on that note, another 
absolute treasure who was lost far too soon, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, this will be the first, I believe, the first movie that will feature a Black Pan Black Panther, the world of Black Panther and Wakanda without him. Uh, so very, I know you've seen it already, Dom. I'm going to see it a couple hours after we finish this episode, but very excited to see how they how they do that. And we're hoping that they they continue to do justice to Chadwick Boseman, an incredible character that he personified uh, in the first three phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Absolutely. So tune in for that here on top of the list. Um, go play Injustice, Gods Among Us 1 and 2. Go play the Arkham trilogy of video games, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Um, if you're into video games, those are some of RBNI's favorites of all time. Um, go watch Mask of the Phantasm. Go watch Return of the Joker. Go watch Justice League and all of Kevin Conroy's work because he's Batman. He's the best. So we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Top of the List. Later, everybody.